Hello, 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 and happy Monday. Oh, it's a good start to the week. There's no snow in the forecast until Wednesday or Thursday. Personally, I'm thinking, at least in central New York, there's so many inches of snow that have to follow that need to fall, not follow, fall from the sky every year, and we're nowhere near that. So I'm a little nervous for our February and March and possibly April. But that has nothing to do with this week's um, focus. Our focus or our theme this week is going to be on gifts and talents. And so for Monday, we're going to start in 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11. Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God at work. Now to each one of the manifestations of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge, by means of the same Spirit, to another, faith by that same Spirit, to another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another, miraculous powers, to another, prophecy, to another, distinguishing between spirits, to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11. As we move into the middle of January, I think it's important to think about and remember that, first of all, we're all different, right? And we all have different gifts or talents. And you are really good at something that I might be super crummy at and vice versa. And then there might be things that we are both equally good at, yet you might enjoy doing it and I may not. Sometimes you could be gifted with a variety of talents, yet when you do one, you're just overcome with such joy that you just love it right? Because you're so overcome with a passion or this desire to do that. Those are your gifts that you're just inspired by God to do. You know, you were created to do certain things by God. And we need to be using and focusing on those gifts. And in this day and age where there's so much happening and so much at our fingertips, I think it's easier to forget or, you know, feel like we have to be good at everything and you don't. 
Um, God designed you and me to be good at certain things, to bring glory to his kingdom. And we're not all designed the same way with the same gifts because that would, one, be boring, right? You know, I don't know about you, but I personally don't want to be... Um, Hanging around with a whole bunch of people that are just cookie cutters of myself. You know, I want friends and family and colleagues and teammates that all have different gifts that, you know, are wired in different ways so that we bring out the best in each other. That's what I want. You know what I mean? I want to make the best salad. This is what's coming to my mind and how crazy is that? You know, think of your gifts as making a spiritual salad and you you can't just have, well, I guess you could because I do it sometimes. Yes, is a salad made with just um, lettuce good? Yeah, it's a good salad. But what if we added fresh cut vegetables and some mandarin oranges and you know the red and the yellow and the green peppers and the orange peppers and some carrots and some cucumbers some yellow and some green zucchini and all kinds of stuff that salad went from good to great you know what I mean it's so we all have these different gifts so that we can make a really good salad. I don't think that's probably the best um, example, but that's the one coming to my brain. So we're going to roll with it. But we need to be using those gifts. And your gifts and my gifts are different. And verses 7 through 11 talk about that you know, the Holy Spirit decides who's going to get what gifts, okay? God, as he created you and I in our mother's womb, he already, he designed us knowing the life that we could have when we're truly focused and living a life to glorify him. And so some of the gifts that they talk about that the Holy Spirit gives are um, wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in tongues, interpretation tongues. And so a lot of times, you know, those are our gifts, our talents. In today's world, I think, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you need to be really good at this. You need to be really good at this. Oh, you need to be really good at this. And I think that's, you know, great to be good in a lot of different things. But the difference between doing something that you might be really good at and something that you were designed by God and gifted by the Holy Spirit to do is the passion within yourself when you do that, whatever it is. And that's what you need to focus on. So right now, 
just quick off the top of your head without much stress what is something that you're really really good at all right what are two or three things that you're good at what are or what is something that you're really really good at that when you do it you are so full of joy that you look forward to doing it you know and for some people that's banking for some people that's woodworking for some people that's painting um, counseling speaking writing we all have different gifts and talents that bring us joy and that's good I mean that's what we're supposed to do are you doing the thing that you know you are gifted and talented in that brings you joy that brings you passion are you dedicating time every day in your life to grow that skill are you doing things to glorify God using the gifts and the talents that God gave you or are you just going through the motions and if you're not using those gifts and talents, why aren't you? What's holding you back? And, you know, sometimes we have legitimate reasons or excuses. <laughs> you know, what is that for you? Is it, oh, you don't have time? Or, oh, I can't because of, or is it, that, or is it fear? Because I know for a while, fear was stopping me from doing things that I still feel God was calling me to do. But it was fear, the fear of the unknown, fear of what others would think. So as you're thinking about those things that you're gifted and talented in that bring you passion, why are you not doing them? what's holding you back and if it's a matter of time or ability or money I'm going to encourage you that a lot of the things that you're gifted and talented in shouldn't cost you a lot of money to do maybe a startup like if you're you know called to be um, a counselor all right, that's going to take some money and some time, right? Because you got to go to school. I think it's four to six years of schooling minimum. I'm just talking, you know, if you're gifted, I'll share a gift that I don't have, um, but one I appreciate, the gift of music, the ability to either play an instrument or sing, that is a gift, and I know some very talented people that use their gifts to glorify God. And when they sing, they light up, their faces light up. And you know why? Because they're doing something that God designed them to do to bring him glory. And they are so full of joy. And they have a passion. I do not have a passion to sing or play an instrument. I tried to learn how to play the piano, not very well, even with all my practice. Uh, my daughter did lessons at the same time, and that kid 
could hear a song once and play it. Like she just, she was gifted there. Yet that's not her passion. It's something she's good at. And I think as she grows into an adult, you know, it could be that something that she does to relax because the career she's chosen is a high stressed career. So she's gifted and talented in her ability to play music or to sing, but she doesn't love it. That's not something, you know, she desires to do or does she love music? Yes. Does she love listening to music? And she's very eclectic with her music. Yes. But if she didn't sing or play an instrument, she's okay because, you know, she's not really. But I do think it's something that will be her saving grace as she moves into the highly intense career path that she has chosen. It's going to end up saving her and bringing her such joy and relaxation. And that's what you need to do. You may be good at many things, but what is the thing that gives you passion? What is a gift that you have that could help grow God's kingdom, inspire others, encourage others? Are you using that gift? And for a lot of us, we're not honestly doing all that we could be doing to grow God's kingdom, to share God's love with others, because we just get wrapped up in life. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying it is what it is. And I want to encourage us this week, you know, yeah, there's goal setting and that's what, you know, this month is all about. But, you know, what about thinking on life as a whole? Who do you want to be as a person? Do you want to glorify God? Are you glorifying God? What could you be doing differently or adding to your schedule to be a better servant, a better ambassador. If your gifting is in wisdom or knowledge or healing or faith or miraculous powers, what are you doing to strengthen that gifting? What are you doing to encourage yourself? How are you sharing it with others? And these might be difficult questions. They might be questions you don't know how to answer. Or what is your gifting? What, what gifts do you have? What talents do you have that you could share with others? And if you don't know, reach out to your pastor or your worship leader or your women's, um, your women's leader at your church because a lot of times they have, um, there's spiritual, like, gifts surveys you can do. There's even some online if you wanted to look. And you can do, like, a little survey online, and they'll tell you this is what you're gifted in. 
And when you do the ones like online or if you connect with your pastor or worship leader, women's leader, whoever you end up chatting with, um, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, this is where you're strong. This is where you're gifted. Oh, these are your weaknesses. And when I do them, I'm always like, oh, yeah, nailed that one on the head with my weaknesses. And I'm always kind of, uh, you know, with the strengths, you know, ho-hum, instead of saying, yeah, you know, I am good at that. And sometimes, depending on if you do it online, what survey you take, it will give you Bible verses or practices or things you can do to strengthen your gifting or things to avoid because it might be a weakness. So I just want to encourage you as we start this week and we go through the week, it's the middle of January. Um, I know for me, the gym has been busy. People are there getting fit, which is awesome. Yet, if we don't start on the inside, we're missing so much. Because if we don't fix what's going on on the inside first and know who we are, we're not going to be able to help others or anyone else if we're not taking care of our inside. We got to, you know, do that too. So, I don't know. I hope this was helpful to you. I hope you're encouraged. And as we move through the week, we will uh, spend some more time diving into, you know, what are you gifted and talented in and what are you passionate about doing and how can you use that gift to encourage, inspire, motivate others and grow God's kingdom. And if you know what that is and you're not doing it, why not? What's holding you back? How could somebody be praying for you? And if you don't know and you want to know, reach out to your pastor, um, your worship leader, your women's group, men's group, whoever it is, reach out to them and say, I want to know what my spiritual gifts are. And I'm sure they can get you a survey. I know um, but the last, the church I attend now and the one I was going to before, both pastors have a spiritual assessment that you can do to figure out your spiritual gifts. If you're not comfortable asking, go to check online. There's different ones available online that you can find and do that online. And then it stays between you and, but I would, I encourage you to share with someone else because that's, to me, that's where the motivation and the true encouragement comes from is from somebody else knowing what your gifts are, your strengths are. And they usually also will tell you like an area you may be weak in, which is good to know too, so that you know what to avoid. You know, there's certain things that we all struggle with also. And it'll give you ways or verses or Bible readings, verses to read in the Bible that will help you strengthen your weaknesses and grow your strengths. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. This is, we're reaching about that 20 minute mark. So you should be pulling into work or the halfway point for some of you. And for others, the dishes are done and you're ready to get your day started. 
Thank you for listening. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm Lisa. I'm your hostess, and I am just thankful for you, and I'll be praying for you because if you're listening, then God knew you'd be here listening, and I hope you help you're able to figure out what is it that you're so like you're really, really good at and passionate about and love. And how are you using that to encourage and inspire others and be the best version of yourself? Have a great day and I will catch you on Wednesday.